You're listening to TOSE, The Other Side Enterprise, where we are committed to bringing you to the other side, taking you from dreams to possibilities and on to reality. Listen in on talks for business and life coaching starting right now with your host, Tiffany Rufino. Hey, Other Siders. Welcome back to our show. I am Tiffany Rufino. And if you're hearing us for the first time, welcome to The Other Side Podcast. And I am here with the ketchup to my French fries, Mr. Rufino. Hello, how's everybody? I hope everybody is again healthy and well and and hanging in there during these unprecedented times as we keep hearing. Um <laughs> and it's our responsibility today to bring you a different kind of podcast. Today we're going to go to the other side of the past and we are going to talk about what we wish we knew 10 years ago, 5 years ago, and then 1 year ago. Sound like a plan? I think I'm down. I could barely remember what day it is. I was talking to my friend Deb today, and uh, she mentioned something about it being Wednesday. And I'm like, I think it's Tuesday. And she's like, no, I think it's Wednesday. And we had a debate where we could just as easily looked at the phone that we were talking to each other on and see what (laughs) day it was. But, you know, everything's just kind of melding into one day. So um, it's that day. That's what I'm that's what I'm calling today. That day. Today is that day. That day. And we're going to go back, back in time. We got to do like a dream sequence. Picture me waving my hands. Okay, (laughs) so the time is. 2010 we're not necessarily picking a a specific date or anything like that it's just just when you overall think about the year 2010 um what would you do differently i guess knowing what you know now and when i thought about 2010 i could barely remember it like i was just saying i could barely remember the day so i thought let me go back through my pictures on my um computer because I have like over 20,000 <laughs> pictures. And let me see what was going on that year. So uh, y- you were in my life during that time. So this applies to you yeah, as we well. Knew each other. Yeah, we knew kind of. Yeah, we knew who we right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we should have known each other because we had just gotten married the December before mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> January 2010. Um, so looking through the photos, I, I see we got our pictures from our wedding, but we also took our honeymoon that January. Uh, just going over some highlights of the year. That year, I surprised you uh, and got tickets to see Boys to Men and also do a meet and greet with them. Yeah, that was a highlight. Definitely a highlight. Uh, that was also the year that we, my brother graduated from high school down here in Florida. Um, we had only been in Florida for about four years at that point because mm-hmm. we moved down in uh 2006 that was the year that we got max our uh odb dog (laughs) that's what i refer to him as and we still had jake um we don't have jake anymore he passed away last year uh that was also the year that i decided um to sign up for school the following year to get my cosmetology license and change careers Um, it was also the year that I participated in theater again, uh, just this time down in Florida and I helped out at the Flagler Playhouse and they did Jesus Christ Superstar and I used my skills from, uh, audio recording to be behind the scenes and do the mixing for the sound for the show and met a lot of awesome people and enjoyed theater again. It was a lot of fun. The, the show overall. Yeah. I remember going to see it and it was 
It was a blast. It was absolutely. And definitely, like I said, an experience. And so all of that time, I wasn't technically working, um, you know, due to the economy, due to circumstances in our life and things like that. So uh, it was, and I like saying this because I I think any big change equals this, but it was almost a renaissance period for me Mm -hmm. in an overhaul of my creativity and what I wanted to do moving forward. And I think, um, you know, I probably would go back to myself in 2010 and, you know, with the flux capacitor and the DeLorean and all that stuff. <laughs> Did I say that right? <laughs> yeah. That, that, those are actual words, back to right? the future terms. <laughs> I don't know if I used it in the right sequence, but you get the gist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably high five myself and say you're b- making the best decision you could have made, you know, for the time by going back to school and learning to do hair and just understand that the friends that you have now enjoy them for this moment. Uh, and embrace the new ones that you're going to meet along the way. And always remember reason, season, or lifetime. People and things happen to you for a reason, and they only either last for a season of your life or they'll be there for a lifetime. You get to choose. Um, as far as mine is going to be a little, a little bit of a downer, and that is, oh. I would. <laughs> Why well, a downer? <laughs> well, one thing I would do differently is I would not allow a corporate culture to dictate the way I behave. And mm. one of the things I did back then, uh, partially it could have been because at the time, due to whatever circumstances, uh, for for a short period, I was the only uh, income we had. So in certain circumstances, for the, in the company that I was working for at the time, I minded my P's and Q's more than I normally would. Um, normally, I'm out in the forefront and um, I'm really loud and I drive certain changes and I didn't do as much of that. And had I done it, I would tell myself that doing that, the risk for doing that, the reward is that much better. Like there really isn't anything that you can't overcome if you're uh, and it's going to sound almost cliche but if you're following your north star hmm so why do you view <laughs> that as uh, maybe a downer well a downer meaning uh and i guess it's just from my point of view because i don't like having regrets but when when we knew we were going to do this episode i thought about that time period and i said you know what there was a lot that i kind of let go mm-hmm. and i didn't act as as Jeff normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, there could have been a, a thousand reasons why, but that's really the thing that sticks out to me. How do you think that's helped you in your career now? Um, in my career now, I'm an early adopter of everything. Okay. So I jump out in front and champion pretty much anything that I can get my hands on, and it helps me tremendously. Okay. I think uh, back to that time with you know i really had uh, which i've referred to in the past based on the book that was recommended from another podcast and also based on the speech that i heard on youtube the gift of fear mm-hmm. um you know we've <clears throat> talked about that before i i certainly had it uh during that time for us because you know i wasn't working and it wasn't a period where i was used to not working um so that was a uh, an 
I guess, a huge change for me in a, again, a renaissance period in my life. But uh, I would have, I think if I went back, I would tell myself that the gift of fear is pushing me into being an entrepreneur, a leader, and um, giving me that creative outlet. And so I may not see it in that moment, but trust the me in the future and trust the moves that me in the past is making to create the me in the future. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think both of us were, we were, we were both very apprehensive about moves that we made then. And we played, it there were safe. lessons learned, <clears throat> yeah, certainly we, lessons learned. We, we played, we played it safer than we would today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think because of that, that gave me time to put myself out there in the community and, you know, where we live now, because I wasn't working in that community. It's just, and I got out there and I uh, put myself out there to be part of theater again, which is something that I love. And I wasn't on stage at the time, but even just getting over myself and putting myself out there, it's the little steps that put you in place to be able to speak and communicate and facilitate and you know even do a podcast is because you know you just build up the skills that you didn't know that you needed and I was going to be I was already starting school I think later towards the end of that year because originally I was just going to be an esthetician and get my facial specialty license which I did and um, you know stop there Uh, and at that time I ended up going to Miami and going to like my first industry show where you know i learned a lot about the different companies that were there and what they were making and holistic and organic stuff and all this other it was just uh, a whole new world was opened up to me at that time and there anything was limitless anything i wanted to do and you know what i wanted to be involved in like the sky was the limit and i was just shooting for the stars yeah i i remember you um going to a lot of those and coming back with so many with a ideas. lot of bags <laughs> and, yeah a lot of bags but definitely a lot of ideas and um it was like you were entering a whole new world and everything was opening up that was the year i gave you your i think that was the year i gave you your first haircut you know and you weren't going to the bar because i had pictures of it <laughs> and also uh god love your sister she was living with us mm-hmm. and i did a blowout on her hair and you know she's smiling bright in the pictures i hope she still remembers me doing that but you know she's got a lot of beautiful curly hair and so i you know she gave me the experience of blow drying her hair straight too and i have those pictures and doing mom's hair for the first time and just kind of practicing and Y'all were brave and survived, so thank you for that. I'm still here. <laughs> You're still here, and so is your hair. <laughs> no permanent scarring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else that you would add to the you 10 years ago? Any advice you would give yourself? No, just exactly what I said before. Um, just go for it. And that's what I would tell. I mean, me knowing now what I know, right? Anybody that's in that posi- in the position that I was ten years ago, I would just say go for it, and that's the that's the three words. It's almost like the Nike "just do it." Mm-hmm. Don't fear anything. Just go with the. You get, uh, you know how they say you um you have a much better chance of winning the lotto by playing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with um with life. There were there were projects that I um 
am only taking up now, 10 years later, that I left by the wayside 10 years ago because of that apprehension and me going back, I would say, do it. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Yeah. I think I would tell myself, uh, you know, take that road that looks dirty and dark and um, a little scary and continue on it because it's the right path for you. Uh, you know, don't don't follow all the shiny objects. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and I also think that I would tell myself at that point in my life, your friend's opinions for you aren't for you. That it's their opinion really about themselves and their lives. It's not about you. And, uh, you know, take everything with a grain of salt at that point in time. Because I think that was a lot of time for change in my friendships and relationships. A lot of good stuff. I yeah. Think. In the end, absolutely. Because things just needed to happen that way for us to be where we're at. All right. So let's fast forward uh, five years from 2010, which would make it 2015. Thank you. <laughs> Math is not my specialty. <laughs> um, so let me bring up my pictures from uh, January 2015. This was the year of the memes for me. And this is why it, that it's important that I say this, because I started communicating with my teams and my coworkers with memes uh, extensively. And it would be through text messages or through Facebook and what it did was, uh, you know, Just to, I, I remember a lot of and I'm looking at your iPad right now and I'm, I remember a lot of those um, monochrome cartoons that just had the the caption or they were like the old school <clears throat> 50s. Yeah. You know, like my salon is running a new promotion called be the hottest ex-girlfriend he's ever had, you know, just like funny stuff that was new on the Internet. You know, thank you, humidity. I always wanted to be the Lion King. <laughs> Just um, things that were funny in the moment for the team that I was working with. And it changed my communication style, which made me not take myself so seriously mm -hmm. and helped my teams to realize, OK, hey, she has a sense of humor. She's human, too. And, um, you know, I would print these out. I would post them on everybody's locker or in the back room or just have fun with them. And I think it caused a lot of conversation, but it, it brought a lot of uh, levity to, you know, being at work all day. Um, for me, 2015 was a couple of years after I had made a career change and a lot of it was still new to me um, that year um, started out with me questioning a couple of things but uh, with some things that actually paid off within my career and most of that year was defined by just learning 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 um, as far as for us in our, I don't think there was a, a crazy amount of stuff that happened for us, like individually, personally. I think that um, that was the year my, my sister got married and we took a ridiculous trip to New York where we drove there in one shot. And to this day, I still don't know how we did it. Um, we, we didn't make the trip back in one shot, right? <laughs> no, I, no, we didn't. I think I used a new app that was out for us to 
get like a really reduced stay at a hotel somewhere. I want to say it was in Washington. It was in yeah. a, a city area. It wasn't really yeah, Washington was, DC. Rather, Washington DC. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm still looking through pictures and I'm laughing at. Oh, I have so many memes. Oh my gosh. Uh, this was the year that I also. I, my teams had changed because everything got moved around a little bit. And so the new team that I had was mostly leaders that I had um, been a peer of. And now I was a leader of. So it's, I was brought into this area of people that had taught me um, as I learned and grew in the industry. And now I was there to teach them. So that was a huge learning curve for me and I think coming into it and still showing them that hey our relationship hasn't changed it's just now going to go from great to greater because you know we can do this in a way where it works for everybody where we still have fun and you I do have things that I could teach you and you know if you've known me this long then you've known my reputation has always represented that you know, based on the calls that we've had together, based on me working with you as a partner, we're still partners. It was never, you know, like I, I know people joke when they say this and it, but it's one of those things that makes like me cringe when I get called boss, because I say that's a bad four letter word, right? Mm -hmm. Then, but then, you know, I think of times where it's a good word where like, you know, boss goals, you know, and, or like goal boss and all that stuff. Like, I think that's a good term for it because that's more of a individual piece of, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the boss of myself. I'm going to set some goals. I'm going to write them down on a calendar and I'm not going to quit because the boss doesn't quit on themselves. Like Beyonce says, I get that. Um, but I think when it comes to working with people, I don't need to necessarily distinguish myself from them in that way. What would you, because I'm, I'm very intrigued or I'm very interested in what, what you'll say to this. Given that you had that relationship change, right, where you had people that kind of took you under their wing at one point and then your relationship with them transitioned into where now they're reporting to you. Are there any lessons that you learned from there? Is there anything that you would have told yourself from five years ago to do differently? Trust my gut. And that would be advice I would give to myself every year and every day that you ask me. Mm -hmm. um, instinct is usually right. For the most part, you got to pair your instinct with your intuition. And I think one of the things that I would tell myself to learn early is how to separate people from or people and relationships from business. Because with um, that point in my life, there were a lot of business business decisions that I had to make that involved strong relationships that I had with people and they necessarily weren't great business decisions. And it was a lesson that I had to learn in that people invited me to have that conversation. I wasn't the one that needed to start that conversation. So for instance, you know, you're, if I'm working with you, you're my best friend, obviously, duh. Um, and Aww. I'm just saying that for show and so, <laughs> just kidding. So I'm working with you and you do something that is against policy. It's not that I caused you to do that, but that behavior that you had caused me to have a, that was an invitation right there because as your leader, you're inviting me to address that behavior. Mm -hmm. And for me, I still 
didn't have the confidence in myself to separate it that way. Um, so that's just a learning that I know now. Um, and I kind of battle myself as I'm talking out on whether or not I would tell myself that because I think I had to go through the experience to learn that. And I think that that's what helped me build confidence in, you know, how do you start with your intention before a conversation so that this way, you know, they understand it's not about the relationship that you have, you know, with coworkers being friends that was on a previous podcast. And it's more about, okay, now this is business. This is what we're talking about. And this is what you did. And this is why it wasn't uh, cool, you know, and this is why it can't be done again. For me, I would say, so 2015 was a year where I kind of pumped the brakes a little bit. And by that, I mean, in 2013, I made a change to my career and uh, switched companies, switched the business model that I was working for, switched not so much. I, I was still working for a company involved in technology, but um, the my day to day was very different. Um, I wasn't involved in, uh, in retail. I was more involved in an operations side. And the one thing that I would tell myself is that I was right to decide to pump the brakes. Um, one thing that happened from 2013 to 2015 was I moved up very quickly. And in some ways I would say appropriately, when I got to where I was in 2015, um, I put a pause and I took time to learn the industry that I was in, learn learn more about the company that I was working for, um, pay attention to more of the methods and procedures before I started going into other things. And today I'm a lot better for it. It, it was a big advantage in projects that I would work on, uh, even projects that I'm working on now, I know more about the company culture. I'm able to contribute more to um, to projects that I uh, that I'm a member of. So that's the the big takeaway that I would have. I'm I'm having a lot of fun going down memory lane here. Uh, if I'm looking at this as a montage of pictures, what I'm really seeing is that this was the year that I really became vulnerable um, in a lot of ways. Uh, I would tell myself, don't worry so much about perming your hair, uh, even though it's platinum blonde, because you're going to chop it off the following year anyway. <laughs> uh, what's interesting is that like in the beginning of 2015 on my uh, in my photos, I see pictures that I saved of women with the haircuts short, you know, and pixies and mohawks. And even going back like to 2014, 2013, it was, I, it was always planted in my head of me liking the look. And so, you know, I'm thankful that uh, Ashley was the one that cut my hair off and just, you know, gave me the look. And, uh, you know, I went even further with that. And I think there's vulnerability in that. But also what I I've always loved to sing. I can sing on key. <laughs> uh, but I have this sort of stage fright with singing, even in front of you. The other day, we were just having fun with the karaoke, and I'm like, I don't want anything anymore. Um, but talking in front of people, I thought would always be my challenge. And so what I did, and I, I can't believe I still have these videos, I would... I created a private Facebook page for my district, and I would uh, lip sync 
to songs on Tuesday night and it would be like our dance party. You know, they didn't have to post anything if they didn't oh, want I to. That. And so I pick like fun songs and I do like silly hair or outfits or just funny songs or funny dances. And, you know, it was just our group that could see it. And it was just to keep just to keep it alive, keep the fun and creativity going, because especially when you're in a art style or creative style of employment, if you're feeling that you're being managed or that you can't be creative, then it stifles your creativity. And in our industry, you need creativity. You need thought processes on colors and placement and, you know, directions and style and like fashion and beauty and being a trendsetter or like, you know, even fast forward on trending and being above the trend and all this stuff. And so I thought, how do I just keep everybody going? How do I always keep the energy going? So I have all these fun videos on that. And that's, that was really vulnerable for me to do a, to even put myself in a video and put it on Facebook and then B even lip sync and dance and be silly on top of that. Right. And, um, you know, that just, lots of things that I learned that I was already putting into play that I didn't realize at the time how much that would set me uh, up for success later on. In that same vein, on a personal note, um, one thing I would tell myself five years ago and something I would do differently is the um, just the concept that you you should only mentor people or help people for when they want to or need to be helped, not because you think they should be helped. And so n normally 99% of the time, I'm a very guarded person when it comes to um, re friend relationships that I, that I come across. Um, it takes a lot for somebody to, become part of my my group and around then i came across people that the i guess the perception that i had was that they were in the in the position that they were in but for one or two things that they needed and so the inference that i made was that they needed my help and some of my mentorship and, um, you know, just you, you like me leading them to the water so that they can take a drink. And in reality, some of those people looked at me as if almost like, like a gateway for an easy ride. Not that they were trying to take advantage, but I was their excuse to not do something. And one of my pet peeves now is when people look at me because when i see somebody who has who's in a um, more established position than me or they're further along in their career further along in their development i see something to aspire to um i look at them and i admire the the amount of work it took them to get to where they are and i try to see how you know it gives me a kind of a benchmark to try to hit and it, it fuels me. So Aww, it makes me... thanks, babe. You're talking about me. How'd you know? <laughs> so there are people, and I say this to anybody who's listening to this right now, there are people in your life who will look at your successes and dismiss them, but almost like a ninja. They'll say, 
they'll act like, you know, if you have a really good job, they'll act like you woke up one day and the job was just there. You didn't sacrifice anything to get it. You didn't um, do anything when you got hired to, to move up. It was just there. If you have a nice house, it flew from the sky and it landed and somebody handed you the keys. And you always want to watch out for those people because it's not that those people want anything from you. They want to use you as an excuse to justify that they don't want to take that next step. You know, um, a couple of things that I'm seeing in my photo album. uh, Yeah, was there was a lot that I took on towards the end of the year. Um, I, I don't think I would go back and give anything further to myself other than like a massive high five and a huge hug because not only did we go up north for your sister's wedding which was a blast and i have pictures of me uh doing her hair in the car because there was a a minor catastrophe that happened but we were on our way to the dinner you know before the wedding and all that stuff and i happened to have a curling iron and a plug in my car for her to curl her hair while i was driving um it was uh we had an event for the organization that I was a part of, that I am a part of. And it was the first major event with all, uh, everybody that was in my position or higher up. And I <laughs> I don't know what possessed me, but they were asking questions. And if you got chosen, you went on stage in front of all these people and you shared your answer. And yeah, I was one of those people. And I just shot up and I raised my hand and they called me on stage and I have pictures in the house because that was really the first time speaking in front of a crowd. And I completely forgot about that. Not my first time speaking in front of a crowd, but speaking in front of a crowd on purpose uh, of that magnitude, you know, with the president and this senior vice president of the organization and the owner of the organization on stage with me, just like waiting for me to share what I felt was so important at the time. And I can't remember for the life of me what I said, but it was an experience to do it. And then um, also being a newer field leader, uh, you know, we were going to have a team building experience down in Tampa. There was a house that was rented for us. And I said, let's go ahead and do a, uh, a murder mystery party. And so, of course, my leader said, great, go for it <laughs> you know, and, and put it all together. What did I just volunteer for? Right. So in between all of this, I had like four or five months to plan it. And it was amazing. And I have all the pictures of everybody dressed up like, I mean, they went above and beyond to dress like mobsters, gangsters and like all these mafia chicks in the 1920s. And we did this fantastically like best times best times ever and so you know what i wouldn't i would go back and just thank that girl in 2015 and say you know you did a great job and i wouldn't have changed a darn thing after all that and you know what tiff in 2015 in a couple months probably january or february you're going to be with ashley and she's going to be talking to you about what your hair it looks like and what you want to do with it and just uh just agree to chop it all off and don't even think twice and go shorter (laughs) so then uh the last piece would be a year ago a year ago what was going on i'll let you start what was going on a year ago for you in 2019 right yeah Yeah, 2019 (laughs) had to think about that (laughs) career-wise a year ago 
I was involved and still am involved in a, in a very high profile pro- uh, project for my company that has taken so much work, so much time, a lot, a lot of, um, different people putting hours and hours to, to create something. Right. And so a year ago would have been the halfway point of all of this happening. And what I would say is stay the course, um, stay the course, meaning I I like to tell people like when you go to climb a mountain and you plot out climbing a mountain, you, you might get a map, right? And you understand where you're going to have difficult parts climbing, what tools you need, what, um, you might look up the weather that day and understand that, okay, the weather's going to be okay here, but there were, there might be precipitation at this time when we're about halfway up, yada, yada, yada. When you're actually climbing, it's a whole different story, right? Your perspective is different. Every angle that you looked at on pictures looks a lot steeper. The temperature drop hits, the air gets thinner, and everything looks like, how am I going to do this? But you planned it and you came prepared. So that's how long-term projects are. Long-term projects are really big mountain climbs. And when you're about halfway through them, you might say to yourself, oh, how am I going to do this? Is it worth all this time that I put into it? And if you planned correctly, if you prepared correctly, it, it it's worth it. Well, this is where you hear our different approaches to life, right? So you're the planner mm-hmm. in those stages. And here I am and I'm reflecting and I'm like, oh gosh, we saw Hamilton. We saw Mary J. Like yeah. we, I, we went to Vegas. Well, I went to Vegas twice. You went once. <laughs> and let, let me just say that you say that, but these weren't like, they were planned, but they weren't really planned. It was just spontaneously, hey, I got Hamilton. It was a live your best life sort of mentality. Uh, That was the year that I finished school and I graduated. That was the year that I uh, jumped and created the other side enterprise. And, you know, it became an LLC. That was the year that we, uh, you know, got Pacino. (laughs) I mean, there's, yeah. yeah, we got him at the end of the year. There was so many things that if I had thought twice about it, I probably wouldn't do because my thought process would have been, we don't have the money. That's probably not the best choice. Are we really ready for this? You know, I went and I, I got my tattoos last year. Uh, and you know, I have history has its eyes on you from Hamilton. And that was to set a reminder of, you know, you have people, the way that Hamilton has it, it was for a different purpose. My purpose was, you know, A, I love Hamilton, yes, and I wanted that to reflect, but history having its eyes on you is more of, for me, that my guardian angels are watching me and they have my back and they're, they can't wait to see what I do next. And so I just kept jumping in different opportunities and taking what I had from the past and going with my instinct of what was the right choice and starting to really speak up for myself on what I wanted, what I needed, whether it was to myself, because sometimes you have to remind yourself that, you know, you have to remind yourself of that. What's that mean? Like lift your head, girlfriend, otherwise the crown falls, you know, and just remind yourself who you are and what you're capable of. And, you know, you may have had your down moments, but damn it, you're still here. So while you're here, live your best life, do what you want to do for you and, 
you know that you could always rely on yourself and you know who you could rely on in your circle to pick you up if you fall. And, uh, you know, again, I think that every decision that we made and that I made last year was for the best. Maybe not coloring my hair, though, um, just based on feedback, because everybody's used to seeing me blonde and I went like a deep berry uh red which we loved but Mm -hmm. you know that was during the time of the hurricane and we had we didn't know how long the the stores were going to be closed and i had some leftover color got bored and said let's see what happens when i do this (laughs) my team was like why (laughs) why would you do that but that was also the year that um our nephew was born you know rafael and uh you know there's a lot of beauty that comes from the breakdown and he he's just you know my heart and he's amazing and i had the opportunity to go see gary v which was on my bucket list never thought that would happen you know uh so lots of things that were unexpected but were definitely planned in a way you know like it was always meant to be and i think 10 years ago the things that happened they were meant to happen Mm -hmm. in order for us to be where we got to in 2015 in order for us to be where we got to last year and in order for us to be here now talking about it with the audience and hopefully inspiring you guys to think about, you know, 10 years ago, what was the worst thing happening to you that you never thought that you could get through? And then, you know, how did you get to that point where you were able to get over it? And what did that bring you to five years later? And then in that five years later, what did you use to grow yourself to last year? And what would you do differently? And how would you look back on this year, right? Like, how did you prepare yourself last minute for what the world is going through right now? And if that knock on wood happens again, or if stores in the world is shut down again because of hurricanes or you know, another thing that happens, what would you do differently? How many games would you have stored up at home to play with your kids or with your family? Or, you know, how many masks would you have? Would you have bought all that toilet paper? Would you have bought, you know, all those wipes still? Or are you going to buy like one a month now so that you have back stock on it? I don't know. You might have a retail store in your garage now full of stuff. All those couponers that we made fun of, not anymore, you know, because they have everything that they need right now so you know um would you look back on it and be like hey i survived it last year i could survive it this year so just know that reflecting back doesn't necessarily mean that you want to change something that you went through just know that you've got to this point that whatever was your worst became like the best of your tomorrows right like we take from jason mraz um may your worst of today's be your best of tomorrows and so i hope that as you look back, you see how much you've grown and you see where you've come and how much you've learned, how much you've gained and how much more you have to look forward to. And we hope that you look forward to our next episode of The Other Side. Stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you for being with us. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share. We'll see you next time on The Other Side Enterprise.